It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce! And Murray, who must have been working, as I did not see him at the cinema again this week. All work and no play is no way to live, Merman. No, it's just the way to make money. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Didn't somebody sing a song called, That's Just The Way It Is? Yes, that would be someone you guys don't like. never change. That's the one I'm thinking of. Ah, but don't you believe it. Yeah, right? That's why Murray works all the time. Dum dum to dum dum. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join our Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash film rage yyc if you cannot commit to a membership you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie that played in cinemas and you know what we'll watch it now let's get to raging but first here's a word from our sponsor hey bryce what are you doing tonight I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. So good. I know you missed the streaming. Yeah, do I ever. Oh, we didn't Some of us stream did. nothing. Some of us did. But we did. But we're not talking about it. What? No streaming for you. No streaming for you. No stream for you. Well, we went All to the right. cinemas, though. We did. Well, you guys did. Two of us went together. Mm. Hand in hand. You guys spend way too we much did time not together. Hold Merrily. It's, it's, it's not natural. What? The amount of time you guys spend together. I don't know. I kind of like things unnatural. This, this bromance. It's pretty bro You're just not fitting in with the bromance, Murr. Who's up to work? It's three three I, ways are always I, the way. I have two jobs now. That's a lot of jobs. I know. So many jobs. Still don't make as much as Bryce does, though. That's, <laughs> that's, that's too, too many jobs. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... We started our viewing extravaganza 
with a movie called Moon Age Daydream. Moon Age Daydream is a documentary that spans the career of one Mr. David Bowie. It is not your typical doc as it has no talking heads gushing over the man. And while it covers his career, it does it in a most visually stunning way, perhaps the most visually stunning way that I've ever seen on film. This is a breathtaking achievement by director Brett Morgan. It is a doc that would have been interesting to watch with no audio as the astonishing visuals could have told the story all by themselves. Then when you add Bowie's words and music, you truly get a masterpiece of sound and vision. What? <laughs> it is a documentary that feels more like a dream. There are no forced voiceovers at any point, with all the dialogue coming from interviews with Bowie over the years and news clips of Bowie's fans. Morgan uses Morgan's use of archival footage mixed with home videos, news footage, and movie clips was seamless. This was a fitting doc for Bowie, as its unconventional originality is only matched by the subject it is observing. I remember when this doc was announced that it was coming to IMAX screens. I thought, why on earth would a doc be shown in IMAX? And now I know why. If you have a chance to see this in IMAX, do it. It was meant to seen on that screen with that sound. I will say there are no stunning revelations in this one. Nor are there any new tidbits that I didn't already know. Yet, by the end of it, I felt as though I knew the man more intimately than I ever could have imagined. Moon Age Daydream was an immersive, hypnotic mondo. Huh. What do you know? Does anybody else here remember Laser Floyd? I do. Do you remember Laser Floyd, Mer? No. Well, the feeling you get the first time you see Laser Floyd. That's what I felt when this opened. But then I wondered, is this a moon landing or a doc about David Bowie? In fact, <laughs> I actually turned to Bryce and said that. Yes. I said, wait a minute, is this a doc? Are we watching oh, a- Oh, a, we'll get there. Are, are, we, are we watching a, a small movie, a short before the actual documentary? Just gotta be patient. No, we were not. I felt when this opened that this moon landing would never end. But then seconds later, I'm transported into the mind and music of David Bowie yes. through the vision of Brett Morgan. Yes. This film is chaotic and artistic and mind-bending and at the same time about Bowie and, and completely not about Bowie. <laughs> The chaos of this movie, to me, only added to the chaos that was Bowie. On top of the artistic interpretation of all that is Bowie, this film comes with an extraordinary Bowie soundtrack of live performances. Yes. Intermixed with amazing visuals. When you see a film, especially a film about Bowie, you never know what you're going to expect. But when you see a traditional musician biopic this is not what you're going to get no this is far more spectacular and what um when i expected when i i know when i talked to you about this when it was coming out i was like i am afraid yeah. because of of all 
the people on the planet. Bowie is my is my most favorite, favorite, favorite artist of all time. Yeah, I heard that about you. Yes. Huge. So I was afraid what this is going to be. Uh, this film will have you wondering where it's going to go next. Even though true Bowie fans know what's coming. You never know how this will all come out. And this comes as you've already mentioned, with interviews and footage of his personal life, TV interviews, his art, and vintage video clips. But stay on your toes, because changes come. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-changes. Don't want to be a richer man. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Turn and face the strange. Changes. There's gonna have to be a different man. Time may change me, but I, I can't, can't chase time. time. Yeah, this was a huge boygasm for me. My fear of someone doing wrong by my favorite artist of all time was put to rest. This was everything and more for what I could have imagined a doc about Bowie could be. I loved every single second of listening to his thoughts and feelings change over time and showing the world things I've already known for quite a few years. Bowie was the greatest artist to ever live and this doc about him was the best doc about him that's ever been created. Yep. It was motherfucking Mondo. It was so good. It was so, so good. I can't, I, I, I disagree with you though. I could not have not listened to the music. Like, it was just... I'm just... I didn't say that. All I said I was, is if the music wasn't there, it was visually stunning enough. Yeah, it was. To, you know, and then when you add the music, it's like, it just blows your mind. All I was saying is, I could I could watch this with, with or no... Or just music. listen to it. You could or, do both. Or I could do both. I could do either. It's either one. But you know what was one of the most amazing things about this was the editing. Yeah. Like, if this doesn't win any sort of award, like, maybe this... The editing for this might actually win the Jim Film Rage Award this year. There you go. Because I've never seen a film that can meld. Like, he's singing a live song. And they melded in all these different times where he was, like, singing it when he was, like, close to death. Or, mm. you know, when he was doing, like, Aladdin Sane or, what you know, whatever he was singing, they would find a way to meld it in. It was That you couldn't so know that time. it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was... If you're a if you're a Bowie fan, you're gonna love this. If you like um, weird artsy music docs, you're gonna love this. If mm-hmm. you like visually stunning, if you love Laser Floyd, <laughs> go see this because you will be your mind. Do some weed and then go see this, or don't do some weed and go see this. Either way, it's gonna be a, a mind blowing, motherfucking fabulous experience. Murray, you missed. It was so uh, good. The yeah, best. Doc. None, none of that applies to me. Uh, I'm not a Bowie fan. I don't like. There's not arts, even arts, one arts, song. I, I don't like artsy. Whatever you said. Did it? Wait. Did, do you not like one Bowie song? They're okay. Not even Let's Dance. I'm not saying I, Murray, I hate I, them. I would think I Let's Dance them. would be no, not a Murray one. song. It's not one of the ones. What about Modern Love? Do you believe in Modern Love? It's all right. It's all right. All right. What about China Girl? Don't even know that one. Oh. Mm. I know it's a Christmas song. That was about it. <laughs> so, little drummer boy. No, notice you're taking all the you're 
giving them all the songs off the album that people would say, this is where be Bowie sold us. <laughs> well, that's why I'm doing it. I guess Murray, if he's not a fan, he would have heard, he would have heard Let's Dance. If he heard anything, he would have heard Let's Dance. I'm just wondering how Brett Morgan got this released in IMAX and uh, like, it's like, how do you, IMAX? how do you approach this and go, you know what, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to do this in IMAX. And I kind I kind of demand that this, well, this be shown on, the question large, is, yes. uh, these days, is is it true IMAX or has it been well, blown it, up to IMAX? It, it's been blown up to IMAX, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. using it's old footage. archival footage. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. But, but he did it in he such did an amazing it so way. so amazingly. Like, like you, the crazy. archival footage, normally you watch it in a cinema. And it would be, yeah, before three. Oh, Th- this was this was so well done. This is a this is an homage to oh, yeah. Bowie in a, in a love that can never be not shown. So good. So good. Everybody see this movie. Mondo. And it's coming out this week. We saw it early. So because we're special. Lee educated. Mm. All right. We also got to see, and actually all of us got to see this. I kind of think Murray would have liked this more if he was with us when we saw it. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe. Not at 10 o'clock at night after a <laughs> six hour day. Because no. Murray would have been tired. Uh, I would have been super tired. So there you go. Tired. I wouldn't have made it. Well, we saw Barbarian. Barbarian. Barbarian? Barbarian. Barbarian. Barbarian? Barbarian. Barbarian. Barbary, ba ba, yeah, that's the one. Does this have all the tropes of every other basement dwelling monster film? Yes. Yes, of course it does. But did I care? No. Heck, no. Cause this basement dweller monster movie is a serial killer. Hills has uh, Hills have eyes. Inbreeding sub basement movie. And although yes. basement movies have chases through dark places. They don't usually have miles of underground layers. And one of the Skarsgård kids, the good one, Bill. All the great basement inbred hillbilly tropes, plus all the supernatural evil villains who just won't die, are part of this crazy ride. Everyone, this film just moves along like any other serious misunderstanding situation. But then when that left turn happens, hold on, because it goes from taking itself super serial to taking the gloves all the way off. And once their train is on the tracks, there's no getting off at any station but crazy town. Our villain is scary. Our villain is monstrous. And just like Jason Freddy and Mikey Myers, she is not going to stop till she gets her fill. After all, a mama's got to take care of her babies. Mmm, fresh milk. Yeah, this film was so much fun. It was so much milk. It was so much Mondo. And I got some unpacking. <laughs> but I can see from Bryce's So much friends, milk. So much milk. Murray. Oh, Murray, what'd you think? Did not enjoy it as much as you. What? Uh, yeah. You guys know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> I sol- solid performance from Georgina Campbell. Yeah. Is yeah. one of the high points of a oh. well-made yet increasingly frustrating thriller hmm. about a sinister basement. Huh. Now, this character starts off smart and seems to get stupider that as the true. movie wears on. I know. It's great. Yeah, it's he takes great. a picture of his ID 
She locks the bedroom door, refuses yep. to drink anything unless she has actually seen him prepare it. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a big conversation about she's aware of the danger she's in as a woman. Yeah. In a house with a stranger. True. Then she starts doing stupid crap. She fell in love. That makes no sense outside of the plot of a horror film. She fell in love. With each she passing did. minute, I kept hoping she would finally she be killed them. and gutted. What? Too much? Don't you mean milked? Uh, big mystery of what lies down below is less surprising than the choices the director chooses to make as the story goes to different time periods, locations, and viewpoints that basically distract you from what is basically a pretty lame monster movie. What? When I think about similar films like Don't Breathe and The People Under the Stairs, oh, people under the this stairs. is subpar in comparison. What? No. The highlight for me highlight. was Justin Long. Yeah, he a what? Because normally he you don't was, like Justin Long. I love Justin Long. Well, this he is new. was friggin' hilarious. He was. Though I'm sure that was not the intention. I think uh, it was. I think it was he absolutely a Harvey Weinstein Me Too type character, which I'm assuming is the opposite of his real personality. Maybe. Uh, I knows. love me some Justin Long, but Justin as a tough guy, badass slimeball, not. What? Uh, I did enjoy his did over the, the top badassness at the end, though. And it was a good death scene. Uh, big secret here is that sadly it's not very good. What? Nearly a rage. <gasps> Justin Long makes it a man. Huh. Huh. I think we have more unpacking to do. You knew I was going to hate it. I, well, I, I, I thought you'd. Stupid I thought horror you'd... movies. Where there are stupid characters who do stupid things. It's so much stupid. Oh, That's my so least favorite fun. part of horror movies. Is stupid characters. Oh, I love well, it. Murray. When she I fell in love. The bad guys. She fell in love. I respectfully disagree. Barbarian was a bloody good time. It started out based in reality. It was clever yep. and well written. About 20 minutes in, someone gets their head bashed in, and I was all in at that point. And then as the film went on, it became more and more implausible and somewhat ridiculous. And I could not have cared less as I was having too good a time. The tense reality of the first act gave way to a bonkers second act. So bonkers. <laughs> Highlighted by a guy getting his arm ripped off and then he gets beaten to death with it. We also get Justin Long, who plays one of the most unlikable yet extremely entertaining characters in the film. I occasionally forget how much I like Justin Long, but this movie reminded me how enjoyable he can be to watch. Long story short, this is one of my favorite horror movies in years. It balanced shock and gore and humor beautifully. It was Mondo. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it was so good. I normally, like, I, I get it, Marie. I do not like slasher films because to me they got tiresome. But this this was just, like you said, it was, it started with, it took itself so, so seriously. Serious. It was so seriously. It almost sucker punches you it with does. its bonkers. It was slow. It was, it was so slow. <laughs> it's so slow. I know, and I was loving yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I was like, this I this is not. dripping with, like, yeah. anticipation about what's going to happen. And, and then when the head bash scene comes, it's just like. And then it just, just like, switches gears. It's like, what the. There was, going on? there was the left turn at Albuquerque, oh, and it was man. like, I'm I'm in for this. I love this movie. So, <laughs> did you love the the best part? Of course, it has the whole superhero 
trope that goes with it, but that she just wouldn't die. She wouldn't die. No matter what, she gets rammed into it. Like we're yeah. we're giving you spoilers here, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she, she gets she gets run into by a car, pinned to the house. It's like okay, well, there's no way they come back down. She's gone. Didn't they it's shoot just, her once or I twice they, too? They shot Several her. They, yeah. she falls off a building. Yeah. She like, falls off. A, yeah, she falls off a building. She's fine. The, the, but but wait, the best scene in the movie, Murray. Come on, you can't disagree with this. When they're hiding in the room, <laughs> and the guy's like, "I've been living here fifteen years. She's, she's never gonna her. find us." And like, as soon as he says that, <laughs> it's like everybody was predictable. It's like bad. Oh. That's the whole thing. That's, it was also predictable. Everything so, was predictable. It was also and these awesome. these are the exact reasons why I hate most horror oh, films. Oh, it was so well there done. There hasn't been a horror film in years that has been unpredictable and doesn't have stupid characters. I just want to be entertained, man. And yeah. this was so entertaining. For, for this type of movie. I don't want to be insulted. This kind of stuff insults oh, my intelligence. There is no insulting no. of intelligence yes, here. Well, okay. We can all agree that Murray checks his brain at the door when he watches a Maverick movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, movie. you and I check our brains when we go to a horror movie. Yes, yeah. I've noticed that. I think I think that's ultimately what we're saying here. Everybody has their favorite genre. Yes. Like, we're deep grounded. Bryce and I grew up horror kids. And Murray grew, grew up an action pack. Action and comedy. That's what I grew up There you go. Mm. So, but this was action and no, comedy. No. Yeah, it was. and so much more. And how about Justin Long with that song at the beginning? Oh, so good. What the hell was that song? Did <laughs> you write it? I don't know. I don't even so, care. It, it was, was awesome. so good. It was stupid. Oh, Murray. I you feel know, so sad that you didn't enjoy this as much as I, we did. You know what? He would have enjoyed it more if he was with us. Uh, yeah. Uh, after a 16-hour day and two hours sleep, I would have hated it even more. Aww. At least on Tuesday, I had a little bit of sleep. So I nice. Was fresh, but yeah. He was fresh for the most freshest horror movie we've seen since yeah, X. Whatever. He's fresh, fresh, so exciting, exciting. so exciting to me, girl. Are you guys finished unpacking? Yeah, yeah we packed. There's so much, we so much packed. milk in this time. There was a lot of milk. I felt like the, the only thing that wasn't milk. enough of was more milk. Yeah, we could have used a little more milk. And, I, and I'm a vegan saying that. <laughs> it wasn't real milk anyway. Speaking of horror, the wolf. Whoops. Yes, the wolf. Don't touch my board. Well, Smile. your board. Hit, hit the buttons then, your man. Bu- your boards, the your boards the are breaking. Yeah, I hit the this button. one was on. Apparently. Did you not hear that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Murr. Murray's still sleeping. Because I'm talking. Anyways, as you were. He also can't chew gum at the same time. The wolf. Something about a wolf. Can I go now? I don't know. Can your buttons be right? (laughs) The Wolf of Snow Hollow. What? What are you talking about? Snow Hollow has a problem. What? Like Sleepy Hollow? A wolf problem. Wolf problem. Beautiful young women are being mutilated and decapitated by something or someone. I like this movie. They also have a sheriff problem. Yes. The old one, played by Robert Forster yep. in his final film, it's it's what's his head has a heart problem and has to hand over the reins the to Thunder his Road guy, alcoholic. Yeah. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> He's and, all excited. Hand over the reins to his alcoholic, angry son. But I really like played this movie. by the excellent Jim Cummings. Yes, Thunder Road he guy. Loves. 
that's all you need to know about this low-budget horror film from 2020. It's so good. Since it was released at the height of COVID, it probably didn't hit any theaters. It did show up at a few festivals, even winning a couple of awards at Fangoria. Jim Cummings, for those who don't know, is a talented actor-director behind such great films as Thunder Road and The Beta Test. Yes! Yes! He also had some memorable performances in Greener Grass yes. and Halloween Kills. Yes. This film, he definitely had some anger management issues. Yes, he did. Oh, Pretty man. much everybody that dares to disagree with him gets yelled at, beat up, or fired. It's so awesome. Don't know if you can just blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> I gotta watch this again. Uh, this was a fun ride, full of some oddball characters and some tense moments, courtesy of Jim Cummings and his short fuse. Yes. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the jump cuts. Some of the scenes that just fast-forwarded or time-warped, and all of a sudden they're wearing different clothes and it's a different time of day. Like, they didn't explain any of that. Uh, made it a bit confusing. It was also lacking in gore. Yeah. I get that it was a low budget, and the creature effect was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but they didn't show much of the violence. What? I, I don't get how this got an 18-plus rating. Like, mm. if it hadn't been for the F-bombs, it might have been a PG. Like, there was almost no violence in it. Could have been a Mondo, but this wolf was too tame and was just a man. Aww. It was Mondo. That's all I got. Eh, it was meh for me, too. That was Mondo. It's fun. Beta test was Mondo, too. That was Mondo. Thunder Road was Mondo. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Sweet, 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 sweet rage. Well, my rage this week could possibly be the worst. Well, I won't say the worst. I would say the weakest rage I had. My biggest rage this week is that I did not get to see Barbarian or Barbarian with Murray this week in the cinemas. That's my rage. Okay. Believe me, I would not have helped. It might have. All that's right. it. That okay, was. That's cool. all. I, you know why? Because we had two, I had two Mondos in the film you watched this week. They were so good. They were so good. There's nothing I could complain about. You were not giving me nothing. Me, so. Oh, there was something you could complain about, Jim. Oh, well, I want to hear what this is. You could complain about what I'm going to complain about. All right. My rage this week is the lady at Landmark Cinemas who told me she would get someone to look into the horrible noise that was drowning out the film in Cinema That's 9. That's right! And no one ever came. The no- noise proceeded through the whole film. And then after the film, there was no one anywhere to be found to complain to. The lobby was a ghost town and not one employee anywhere. We walked out. We were the only two people in that whole thing. Like, where was everybody? Was this because I you couldn't went to even a, a 10 complain to anybody? On a I know. 
What's that? You so went to, you went to a ten o'clock movie on a Monday. There's no one left. Yeah. yeah. It's out. Not cool, landmark lady. You said you're gonna help me out, and you lied. You ran away. You are a liar. Not cool at all. I mean, but the w- woman who makes sixteen dollars an hour didn't help you. I'm that's, shocked. That's right. But you know what? Maybe I'm just guessing. Yes. She built herself an underground sub basement. Maybe. And she's yeah. milking something right now. Yeah. Well, I hope so. That's my hope. Okay, that that was worth raging about. Yeah. Sure. I was there. Although to be honest, about twenty minutes in it was like whatever. I'm yeah. still The music became loud in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. so it was I mean something funny started to happen in the movie. Whatever. Once was, the head crack happened. Yeah, once the violence started, then it was okay. The whole thing was more than okay. It was super it, okay. It, it was very, twenty minutes very, I was very, 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 Especially very with the, the best scars guard in it. Yep. Yeah. Rage subsiding. Ooh, I've been dying to try this place. Oh my god, me too. I've heard such good things about it. Welcome to the Crime Diner. I'm Cindy. I'll be cooking for you this evening. Here are your menus. Ooh, what are you thinking about getting? I don't know. Murder with a side of cannibalism? What about you? Ooh, that sounds good. I'm torn between historical mayhem and the social injustice, maybe? Oh. I just want to let you know that each episode comes with dinner, dessert, and a specialty drink chosen by yours truly. Wine Dine and Storytime has had a makeover, and we invite you to slide into the booth with us at the Crime Diner, where each week we will discuss a crime over dinner, drinks, and dessert. See you there. Sounds yummy. Mm. Those peoples are super tasty. And I'm not speaking from a cannibal's point of view. I'm speaking from a podcast listener point of view. Mm. So... So what? Did you eventually get to see this movie in the five minutes that you had left in your week to watch it? Tuesday morning, I watched The Kingdom. The Kingdom. Murray, did you get to watch The Kingdom? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, oh. Uh, for two reasons. Let's hear it. First one is... You retired? I, I didn't want to pay $5 to watch it on demand. I oh, couldn't find it, it was, anywhere else. It was on Prime. I didn't see it on my Prime. I looked. I, uh, I watched it on Prime. Did you yeah, pay so. to watch it on Prime? No. Oh, well, my Prime didn't have it. I looked. Huh. I must have special Prime. Maybe I you don't have special know. Prime. Maybe, hmm. maybe you pay more than I do. Um, no. He's super anyway, Prime. Anyway, the other reason mm. is Hope obviously I'm biased it. towards Jason Bateman. I don't know if I could ever vote against him, so I took myself out of it. Mm. So it's but up to you guys. Shouldn't you have watched it to see who is actually better? I saw it. When it came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, you know what the funniest and thing back about Back then, I didn't even know who Chris Cooper was. You know, you know what the funniest thing about this? No. Is when I put it up on social media. Yeah. Telling everybody that we were going to be watching this on the list. Yeah. I had more than five people come to me and said, is Jason Bateman in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, I've got, they're like, oh, yeah. And they, they were all talking about everybody else that was in it. I'm like. Yeah, he was in it. He was a main character in it. Okay. I'm just, I thought that was funny. Is it because he's not on the poster? I don't know. He's in it a lot. He's in it. He's in it a lot. Yes. He's pretty amazing in it. So before we go forward, was yes. Richard Jenkins in it enough to be involved in this? 
Yeah, but Richard Jenkins is already out already. of the mix. He's already gone. No, he's not. Yes, yeah, he, he is. is. I yeah. just looked at the list. What? No, we took him down. Well, he's there. He well, shouldn't he, be there. He shouldn't be there. Who took him down? We took him down for a long time ago. When? He went up against somebody else and he lost. Who did he go all against? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, we can't remember this far back. What are you talking this about? This is your guys' thing, not me. Yeah. All I know is I looked on the list and he wasn't on there. Yeah, I think you... When did you look at the lists? When did I look at the list? Like... Yeah. Six the, years ago? No, this morning. Or, sorry, Tuesday morning. Maybe he found his way back on some kind of apparition. Mesmerized list. I didn't see him on there. He's on there. But he wasn't in it long enough. Wasn't he? He wasn't there. He's still on the list. But I know we took him off. I know we did. Now we have to go back and listen to all yeah, our podcasts. You gonna, we took him off. I don't think I we took him off. Yeah, we did. You know what? I just like Audacity. Sometimes our website just does things glitchy. I don't think we took sometimes. Technology. Sometimes no, the, you did. the website actually decides for us. Yes. Well, anyways, I don't know. I don't really care who you took here. You didn't take Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman was terrible. And Chris Cooper was just going through the motions. Richard Jenkins takes them both out. I don't care if he was on the list or not. His scene in the office with Danny Houston was the only scene in the movie that was worthwhile. Not because it was especially well written or directed. It was because Richard Jenkins' because was presence Richard Jenkins. takes over and mesmerizes to the point that at that point, I actually thought maybe this film would be okay. But then we don't see him again till the very end. We do have... I'm just going to go off a little bit here. Why don't you? We do see Jennifer Garner... Okay, Jennifer Garner, and we see her constantly, who I'm going to put forward as repulsive every freaking week until she is added to the repulsive list. Cause she is freaking awful. Her constant pouty face makes me want to throw up. She needs to not be in movies. She needs to not be on stupid credit card commercials that I have to watch during freaking football. She needs to just go away. Nobody hire her. Go star in some, I don't know. Uh, Kambuki Theater? And this has nothing to do with the fact that his most favorite actor of all time. What the hell does that have uh, to do with anything? I think... I didn't even know that. Is that a fact? You didn't know that? I don't think he is now. She was married to Mark Ruffalo? No, you say Ben Affleck is the greatest actor of our generation. She was married to Ben Affleck. She was. She was, and he cheated on her. Oh, well, how the hell would I know that, Murray? I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling there is some motivation. Else. I think We're there at, is. Mo- I think yeah, I, I'm, I'm sit there and read the tabloids. I, I think I, there is motivation. I think there. So, I agree with you, Murray. I think that I think that anybody that goes against are you saying that the she greatest wasn't actor? Repulsive? What? Okay, I'm not saying that. Okay. What, what, but what I'm, I, what I'm saying is that Murray has a point here, because anybody that goes against Ben Affleck and you I am is the most, automatically I am the most objective exactly. person on right? the planet exactly. when it comes to Ben Affleck. You are not. No, no I am not. because I see him who, for who he is no. while everybody How? else has this preconceived notion no, I think, and they I will think never give him credit. 90% of the world I think, is wrong. I think, I think right. wait a minute. Well, well, it can't be everybody because he's still in movies just like Jennifer he's Garner. Rich. He has rich but no, no, no. comes down to okay, money let's, let's, let's break it down to this. I would agree that both Murray and I find Ben Affleck repulsive. Yes. I would agree that Bryce is wrong about Ben Affleck and everything Bryce talks about. Okay, I, why are we talking about Ben Regarding Ben Affleck. Affleck. Well, you you put up his ex-wife, so we're just putting up Ben Affleck. I didn't Affleck. know it was his ex-wife, for one thing. <laughs> who the hell knows who's married to who? 
apparently. Her name's, her name's not Jennifer Affleck. <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to know she was ever married to Ben Affleck? Well, Casey Affleck's got the last name Affleck. Is he married to Ben Affleck? I, I assume no. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I think they're brothers, though. You think they're brothers. Maybe. Why do I need to know? I just watched them in the movies. I watched them play act. But I will, but I will absolutely agree with you that I think Jennifer Garner is. Repulsive. So repulsive. Yeah, I don't Remember I don't, when we were dared to see oh God, Electra or whatever that was? Oh, yeah, I dared you to I see just, it. I don't yeah, understand why she hasn't come up as repulsive before this. I looked at the list thinking she must already be on it, but she wasn't. And I was like, wow. Yeah. By the uh, way, this movie is a total freaking rage. It is just a raw, raw Yankee movie that I just makes me want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> You I know have he, no idea what the point of this is, other than to pump of, the tires of Yankee Land. I don't know. It was it was a little bit anti Saudi Arabia? You could see that for sure. Oh yeah. And really, the only guy that's a decent dude in the whole thing is the guy that dies. Like, come on. Exactly. Well, you know what? That's just like real life. I suppose. But it was just, it was such a dog crap piece of mute. Just I, I think everybody involved with this bloody movie needs to be off every list. I love you, Chris Cooper, but you're in the kingdom. And this was garbage. So you're, I think you're gone. I think Bateman's so gone because Chris Cooper definitely, I mean, between Cooper and Bateman, you're picking Cooper. Yes. Okay. Anyways, but, but I didn't think, I, I didn't think Bateman you. was awful. It's all, you know, he, I did. No, I, okay. I don't think Bateman was awful. No, he wasn't awful. He, he was not. This movie but was awful. This movie was awful. And Cooper out Coopered him. Yes. For sure. But Cooper was just going but through. Cooper was Rick, collecting a paycheck Richard here. Jenkins like, did out Richard Jenkins, the two of them. He did. So they're both but, gone. Okay, good. And now we have to find out if Richard Jenkins is, is allowed, actually gone. Is allowed to be gone. Guarantee you, we took him off. Otherwise, I would seriously have that I would, scene I would have in the in the office with Danny Houston. I could watch that scene, that that two minute scene. Yeah, let me watch it forty five times instead of watching this movie once. If, if anybody who listens to us knows when we took Richard Jenkins off our list, let us know. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to all our episodes. Well, we just gotta look at all the times Richard Jenkins was. We got it on the thing. Richard Jenkins versus whatever. That's on, true. So there should be only two or three, I think. May, I don't know. We had a Richard Jenkins off. Of, I was Jenkins off a little yeah, while there. Yeah, we were Jenkins and off for a while there, weren't we? <laughs> we were. But uh, okay, so but I have someone else to bring up. Gonna janking off after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we should have a circle jank. <laughs> a little circle janking. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm gonna put forward because I think this may be unanimous. Okay, just a second though. Is what? Jennifer Garner hit? Uh, not hit. Well, hideous. I think Murray vetoed it. Murray oh. likes Jennifer Garner. Oh. I don't find her repulsive. There you oh, go. For so crying out. Okay. Well, she's, every, not, mes- she's not mesmerizing. I'm put, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm just waiting for the week that Murray's not here, and then hopefully he won't notice. No, nope, he's pocket. already vetoed it, so it's not going to happen. Okay, well, I'm putting but, it forward every but week. But you know what? You could do the work of. You could do the work of doubted. <sighs> Fine. Get on it. Now, who I'm putting forward this week for mesmerizing? Because yes. we lost two and maybe got one back, is Justin Long. <laughs> sure. Just let me think. He's absolutely mesmerizing. The Every movie he's he, been the in. The second he was on screen in this, in you the were smiling. It was like wow. I mean, that was like halfway through. Yes. <laughs> he was. He's That's so when good. I started actually liking the movie. You know what? Yeah. Every time he, 
is on he is all that I can watch when he pops up. Yep. And it's like he's, it so, he's just he's so doing. good. Like even in um, even when he's playing, like it doesn't matter what type of character he's playing either. He's just he's either the thing about Justin Long is he's so likable. Yes. That even when he's a total douchebag, you still, you still like love him. him. I know. <laughs> What is that? He plays like it's some like, of the most repulsive. Uh, oh, he's just the his worst. His character in this one is almost like the character in Tusk. Oh, it's just almost. so good. Just so good. Yeah, okay. He's, he's, yeah. Murray's giving it a yes? Yeah, yeah Murray gave it a yes. All right. Well, all right. apparently, we're all fucked up this week. Mm. Why is that? But you know what the best thing about this was? I have never seen a vein. <laughs> popping out of Bryce like we just did today. Well, I mean, I see some veins when I we do our Jenkins also, off, uh, but the cool. vein that was on his forehead talking about the kingdom I tell was you, worth the price of admission. I'm, I'm kind of wishing I put that movie in, into my deer bag. I'm kind of wishing we saw it together. Actually. What's his head? Berg, whatever his name. What's his name? Something Berg. Some Berg. The dude, dude that directed it. He directs so many of this, uh, of this garbage and... He's just, and he sticks himself in the movie too. He's in that stupid room at the beginning of the movie where they're all discussing what the strategy is going to be in the little war room they got going on there. Peterberg. Yes, his Peterberg. Name. And he's like, and it's like, just shut up, Peterberg. Remember when? Why are did, you making garbage? Do you remember when he did Lone, Lone Survivor? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and he got kudos for it, and it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? We're just going to talk about his last seven movies. Let's do it. Justin Long? Peter no. Berg. Oh. Peter Berg. Spencer Confidential? Garbage. That was Mark Wahlberg. It's oh, terrible. God, yeah. That's right. Um, TV movie, Mile 22. Uh, I know I, think I saw it. that's a Wahlberg it. film, too. I saw it, and I don't remember it, so that's not a good sign. Okay, that's probably a meh. Probably Patriots Day, Rage. All right. Deepwater Horizon, Rage. It's that's the only Lone Survivor, Rage. Is it just Mark Wahlberg that he puts in movies? Battleship. That was <laughs> Rage. A, that was a super Rage. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't know he directed Battleship. I'm still looking. Oh, Hancock. That was a man. Hancock. That but was. But then it's followed the, by The Kingdom, which was, was a Rage. rage. And Friday Jason night Bateman. and then Friday night lights. Yeah, which is a rage. Murray, do you have anything what? to say about any of those ones? What, what are we are we deciding on something here? Yeah, we just well, if you agree with Peter Berg's ratings that Bryce was talking about, or not if you have not, not seen a lot of them, did you did you see any of them? Yeah, I saw a few. Was any of them a mondo? No. <laughs> okay. I think until well, I don't want to go back and watch any of these again. I've seen them all. I don't know how I've seen them all, but I've seen every freaking one of those. In theaters, too. I know. In theater. I know. Not one did I watch online. I, I, know. I shelled out money. Well, how many movies was that? It was a lot. Go, and okay. I shelled out probably like 12 to 15 bucks every time. Yep. How one, much have I given this two, Jaguar? Three. Wait, four, five. Battleship. Five. <laughs> six, seven, eight. Back to Friday Night Lights. There you go. So yeah, so I, at the very minimum, I've I've shelled out like a hundred dollars plus for this to this guy's movies, and I I'm beyond. I just uh, he is so god awful. You know, this list episode is probably the best thing that's ever happened on our podcast. How's that? It's it's given me a headache it's actually. You get his veins popping, that's for sure. Yeah. I know, Murray. Did you see? I'm waiting for his head. To, I was. To can explode. you? 
can you, when that's happening next time, can you please take a picture of it? I want to oh, post that vein. on social media. Okay. I want to see the giant vein and and Bryce's his face go red and his, his, his vein and his, his vein head about to explode. Yeah, I'll remember that. Nice. All right, well, let's move on before I all right have well, a pop a different vein. <laughs> Uh, before we got on this whole Jason Bateman thing, who yes. is now no longer on oh, the right. list, yep. Yep. I had other Other choices. things. Okay. Uh, to follow up on Mr. Walken because obviously he didn't get taken off. With oh, the, Walken's uh, off. Walken Phoenix. Oh, oh the Phoenix. Because uh, obviously he didn't get taken off in the last movie. Nope. No. Uh, so I got another one. I Take. got Quills. With Phoenix and Jeffrey Rush, who I believe is still on our list. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Rush is probably never going to leave. There you go. Well, we'll see. I may or may not watch this. Quills. Wow. I've only... I saw Quills when it first came out. And in theaters. I think I Rush is nominated for this one. Yes. It is, uh, it is something to behold. All right, then. I don't think Jeffrey Rush is ever going anywhere. He did... I feel, I feel sorry. He doesn't do enough movies. Come. Yeah. But when he does... Yeah, that's true. I feel sorry for anybody up against him. There you go. We shall see. We shall see if anybody can hold his own. It's Mr. Phoenix. Last week on Rage or Dare or Casey, the boys decided to choose from the Casey remake bag of true torture and suffering and pull the 2017 remake Flatliners. While some might think the classic original with Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, and Oliver Platt may not have warranted a remake, I heartily disagree. <laughs> this week, Bryce will be the first to place his hands in the Rage Bag of Destiny and try to pull High School Musical 3. Will it be reminiscent of Flash Gordon reaching into the tree and keeping his arm? Or will it be more like Fargo and the Woodchipper? But first, let's check in with the crew and find out if I was a visionary genius for putting the <laughs> remake <laughs> of Flatliners in my remake bag of true torture and suffering, or... What's this? What is this or? I am Casey the Great and Powerful. Of course I'm a visionary genius. ha <laughs> Is he done? He's done. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the screen. All right. Jim is... Uh, Having a convulsion right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's finding things funny. Uh, I found uh, nothing about this this uh, this dare funny. <laughs> nothing at all. Flatliners was dumb and barely watchable. I am, of course, talking about the original from 1990. Why would they remake such a terrible film? At least they probably couldn't make it any worse, right? Wrong! The 2017 remake is 10 times worse than the original. The characters are unlikable, and I was literally disappointed every time they brought one of them back to life. Why couldn't they all just stay dead? Nothing made sense in this. The relationships made no sense. The characters were inconsistent. And I find it hard to believe that after dying, you would go out partying mo mo moments later. Also, apparently dying and coming back to life makes you super horny. What is happening? Why is Sophia bringing Jamie back to her apartment to have sex in front of her mother? Why did Kiefer Sutherland agree to be in this crap? Why am I watching this? 
Oh yeah, because Casey dared us to. Damn you, Casey! I'm not looking forward to the putrid offerings that your bag is, has in store for us. And yes, Flatliners 2017 was a rage! Okay, I have a question. <laughs> what? Was Kiefer in the new one? <laughs> yes! What? Yes, he was. Oh my god, he was in it. He was in it. That's unfortunate. Yeah! This whole freaking experience was unfortunate. <laughs> okay, I, I want, we have some unpacking, but let me tell you what I thought of Flatliners remake. Yeah. The dialogue, especially as the, anytime they were in the hospital, was flatlining my brain. Mm. Every single second year doctor, which they're supposed to be, doesn't know a diagnosis that even I know. Mm. So right away I'm like, these are doctors? Thanks, Keith or Sutherland, for helping us to see how stupid everyone is until they die. Is that the real message here? I don't know what the message was. Uh, but wait. Then we had to watch the doctors interact with patients. And I'm like, holy fucking God, did these writers and directors of this recrap of a movie ever been to a hospital or even watch an episode of Scrubs? Everything about this is so badly done. The introduction of the story was so painful and contrived. Elliot Page's character and their quote-unquote special project comes right out of the middle of nowhere. Plus, no hospital anywhere has enough money to throw around an entire other hospital underground as a backup, especially one that has like uh, an MRI machine and, and ultrasound equipment out the yin-yang. Those things cost millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Nothing and then, made sense. And then everyone just goes along for the ride. It's like, hey, hashtag kill club. And yet they always had problems bringing them back from the dead. I'm like, what? Uh, so let's spend 30 minutes watching each of them take turns dying and then failing as doctors to try and revive them over and over again. Suffice to say, the science, logic, and acting in this were all flat mm. lining. Yes. But it needed to be made, right? They absolutely needed to remake this film, right? Absolutely. I mean, not. I love Elliot Page as much as the Rex, Lex person, but even they could not save this train wreck. The whole premise of this film is flawed in the first place. And as you watch the film, like so many awful recraps, the story is just 30 years old. That's it. And being with all the other stupid and more stupid and exceptionally stupid flashback montaging. And we are to believe that every time someone dies, as well as, like you said, needs to have sex, mm -hmm. when they're brought back to life, we have another final destination scene for no apparent reason, no explanation. As per the line in the film, some lines should not be crossed. Mm -hmm. And they are called Flatliners, the film. Yeah. Now, how is this better or worse than the original? Yes. Apparently, like Bryce, I also watched the original. The original was also terrible. Yes. But more like the murderous doctor's breakfast club. And just like the remake, neither of the doctors did any real scientific study throughout. I mean, the 
premise of doing a scientific study is to do a scientific study. No one took notes. Nobody did any follow-up on anything when they came back to life. No one did anything. And to your point, anybody that I know that's been revived from the dead doesn't want to go out and drink and fuck. It just doesn't happen. No. So, yeah. I hate to actually say this because I find her the most repulsive actor on the planet. And I will deny ever saying this after this. This episode will be deleted after you've all had a chance to hear it. But Julia Roberts' acting was the best thing in the original movie. And that's saying something. <laughs> that, that, is, that is speaking Like, volumes. I've never seen a cast of big actors in a movie that were more awful. Mm. And the fact that Julia Roberts was better than all of them mm. is embarrassing. Both of these movies were terrible. They were so bad. And we weren't even dared to see the original again. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> Casey. Casey, you bastard. You, you devil. You're the devil, I say. You suck. Now. I don't want to pull from his bag anymore. That was... Because so far, <laughs> Casey, Casey's given me Batting the remake of Point Break <laughs> a remake of, and a the lot. remake of Flatliners. There's a lot more in there. And <laughs> I, 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 like, uh, you know how I, I kind of, you know, I kind of bitch and complain about the, sometimes the listener's bag doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't complain about that with Casey. No. Casey, Casey definitely <laughs> Casey. gets it. Casey, Casey has given me two films that were so god awful that I'm like, I, I don't know that I can keep on watching this, but I have to. But you know what's even more exciting is now you have to reach your bag into the wood chipper or the trunk of the tree, like Flash Gordon. I have no idea what that means. Well, do you remember Flash Gordon? Where he sticks his hand in and the tree. Place like thirty years ago. How could so, you not remember Flash Gordon? So just how is this working now? For the next little while, we're gonna go. I'm pulling from your bag. You're pulling from my bag. We're both yep. pulling from Casey's bag. Yes. Just for the next. Little yes. Bit. So it's gonna be sheer Basically, terror and torture. And that'll go on until one of us pulls dies. High School Musical three, or one of us decides to end their life to not see another movie. <laughs> oh, I never even thought that that's an option. That's <laughs> You I could can. just, I could just, I could pull whatever it is from your bag, and I could decide: do I watch this movie, or, is it worth or do dying I just end it all? That's right. Huh. All right. All right. Well, so let's let's see. <laughs> I sure hope you're here next week. We've got lots to do next week. Dig deep. There's no trick you're gonna find in there. When we come back, so before you read this, I know there's Destiny Awaits, but we may be taking a little bit of break next week because next week we're going into festival season and we are going to be probably changing things up a little bit. Well, next week we're definitely going to be reviewing like a schwack of movies. Yeah, so. But the week after that, it's going to be, so I don't know. That's going to be bad too. I just don't know what's going to happen next week. So we may not, we may not get to this till we come back from festival. I'm oh, just you're just saying that I I might have an extra. You couple might have weeks to watch this. Yeah. Yes, because whatever it may or, be, or end it. I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. So That's I, right. I'm kind of afraid. Uh, uh, we decided what you're watching here, or what? No, no, we're building more suspense, oh, Murray. So you're not going to tell people. Well, no, we're going to no, tell. We're going to tell. They're going to tell. I have I'm to just, look at it. First, I'm just though. saying we may not be back next week yeah. for Bryce. Right. 
Okay. Or Bryce's vision. Okay, please don't be high school musical two or three. Or please be four. No high school. I didn't musical. know there no was a four. Musical. No high school musical. Precious Cargo from 2016. I, I don't know what that is. I'm, What's I Precious Cargo? Is it Ray Liotta? I think it's oh, some kind of yeah. elephant. They're elephant. transporting. Is They're an transporting an elephant? It's an elephant? It's something this with sounds a, fantastic. Something with a cargo Ray Liotta and an elephant? <laughs> I don't. never saw it. I remember what is this? It. It's, it's, it's like a, worse. It's like a Disney film. It's it? actually Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. okay. Who is it's, doubted. It's going to be god-awful. Okay. Yep. And Precious Cargo. I Mark hope I Paul Gosler. Oh, that's Zach that's, from Saved by Zach the Bell. Saved by the Bell. See, yep. he does watch TV. <laughs> yep. He I only a, watched I that. was like 10 once. Yeah, this is supposedly a crime boss tries to make off with loot that belongs oh. to another thief. That isn't the one I thought of. Apparently, it's like Liam Neeson movie, but instead of Liam Neeson, it's, Bruce Willis. it's Old Man Willis. Okay, so I'm going to watch a movie. Called Precious. Called Precious Cargo. Cargo. Who who would be the predominant female actor in this movie? Claire Forlana. Or oh, Forlani. Forlani. She's from the Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, yeah. she's Ball apparently a terrible, terrible person. Is she? In real life or as an actor? <laughs> Is that what Ben Affleck that's told you? A, that's what Kevin Smith, I think, said it was. Oh, I thought ben oh did he told, really? I thought Ben Affleck oh, told you Oh, maybe it wasn't her. No, I think it was her. I don't know. Was she the one in the Jackie Chan movie, The Tuxedo? I don't know. Nobody oh, knows. That was Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nobody knows it? the answer to that. Not Jennifer Love Hewitt. I thought it was Claire Fleur. One thing I know her from is from Mallrats. One thing I know her from. But you know what? We're all we're all we're all dying to hear what happens when you watch this movie. I yeah, I might. Yeah, I got I got some time to watch it. You do. Yep. Oh baby. This has been the best week of my life. Thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, for the voice of Rager Dare and for the most delicious, delicious ragey bag of goodness. Find us everywhere on social media at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Teabubble. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all of you listeners. So please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, and particularly Bryce. But no matter what you do, please, pretty please, 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 make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on! Rage on!